Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you. I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Welcome to the show. I'm pumped. I am actually in a seven-day lockdown, and I'm really happy about it, which is crazy because last lockdown, I almost cried. Pretty sure I did cry. And the one before that, I definitely cried. I was so angry. It was meant to be four weeks, six weeks, nine weeks, 12 weeks later. It was full on. So Melbourne, Australia really knows how to lockdown. Let me tell you what. We don't play over here. It's annoying. I hate it. But... I was like, I'm going to make the best out of this lockdown. So I wanted to tell you because, you know, there's a there's a couple ways I could look at it. I could be like, oh, my God, I hate this another lockdown and be really pissed off and just upset and negative and just angry about it and really not use it to my abilities. Or I could look at it as a break, as a rest, as some time to get shit did. So we're using it as a, a business lockdown, as a house cleaning lockdown, you know, as an administration lockdown, as a be with your family lockdown. It's weird. We're just doing it like, you know what? We're forced to lock down and there's so much that we want to do that we haven't been able to do in regards to meeting. Like my husband and I work together in our business. We also parent two kids. We also have a loving marriage. I mean, we do a lot. Me and Hamish do a lot together. Um... And so I'm like, man, this is perfect. Like we've been wanting to have a meeting. We've been wanting to talk about structures in our business. We've been wanting to automate shit. So this has been the best time for us to do that. And I've loved it. And I've been getting in nature. I'm doing this amazing relief run for India. They're having a massive COVID crisis, as everybody knows. And my girl, Samantha Gash, who I had on the podcast, I will link it in the show notes. She is an amazing woman. What a story. Uh, Endurance athlete, mother. She's a podcaster. She's the bomb. She's really been a beautiful inspiration to get me uh, into running and into moving my body again. So she is actually doing the relief run for India. And so all the funds that we make, all the money that's donated is going straight to India to help them because times are really tough over there right now. And it's, it's very sad. And if we can help, we should help. That's what I believe. So we're doing a 5K run. So I was like, let me get ready. Let me get ready for this run. I haven't run. Yo, I haven't run in so long. I haven't been doing my fitness. I've been doing my alkaline cleanse and all that, but I haven't been moving my body. And so now we're in lockdown and I live near the beach. So I was like, we're going to run near the beach for this fun run on the 13th of June. So I'm like, let's do it. So I went out there today. I am high off of running. I am so energized right now <laughs> from running. I was purple. Like I was red. I'm, I'm one of those people that turns red purple when they run. Uh, or does any kind of full-on exercise. Yep, my skin goes like purple-red. Shit is crazy. But anyway, I ran maybe for like an hour. I don't even know how long I ran. It was awesome. I feel fucking great. So if you are ever in a restriction or a lockdown or anything where you feel restricted or upset, the best thing to do is get your ass into Mother Nature. 
Just go outside, put your legs on the ground, put your feet on the ground, get out there, breathe some fresh air. It's winter here, so it's amazing. Anyway, this is a very long-winded intro into the podcast, but I feel like I wanted to tell you what's going on in my world. You know, we're friends. Let's like tell each other what's happening. Hit me up. By the way, thank you for messaging me. I recently got a message, a beautiful woman named Nicole, that told me that this podcast helped her and that she was suicidal and she felt lost and she didn't know what to do and that my podcast helped get her out of a hole and now she's transforming her life. And I probably have 2,000 testimonials, 2,000 or more for sure, testimonials from people about my podcast, about my masterclasses, about the sisterhood. And I am so grateful. Like, I'm so grateful. But this one really hit me. Uh, And I just want to give a shout out to Nicole and a shout out to any of you out there that are listening to this podcast and doing something with it. Because it's one thing to listen. It's another thing to action it and a whole other thing to get results in your life from what you listen to. And, And that's what I do. I watch YouTube videos. I take courses. I have mentors and I do what they say. I listen and I get results in my life. That's the only difference for me and anybody else. I fucking do it. So I, I want to give you a shout out. Those of you that are doing it, shout out to Nicole, babe. Big, big love to you, honey. Uh, thank you so much. I, I value that. I value you, those of you that listen and do the work. So that's that. Speaking of doing the work, today's episode is all about where to start. I talk to women in my sisterhood coaching program. If you don't know what the sisterhood is, by the way, the sisterhood is a year-long I won't even say a year long because it's sometimes people stay in longer. It's my coaching program for women who want to change their lives. So if you want me to coach you and you want to change your fucking life, that's what the sisterhood is. So I speak to my women in the sisterhood all the time. And recently I was chatting to one of my ladies here in the Melbourne group. And she was like, I don't know where to start. I'm fucking overwhelmed. I just joined the sisterhood and I'm overwhelmed and I'm scared of what I'm going to pull up. And I... This is not the first conversation I've had with a woman who feels like this. And maybe you feel like this. Maybe you're like, there's so much that I need to work on. Where do I start? I don't even know where to begin. I don't even know how to start. I don't even know what to unravel. And I wanted to do a podcast episode about it because if this is you, if you feel like this, I know that this episode will help you. I know that it will help you understand where to start with first what to do, how to do it, some some tools, some techniques, some tips that you can use if this is you and this is where you're at. So first and foremost, one of the things that I like to say is that every single one of us has something to work on. I don't care if you've got the perfect life, perfect husband, everything's amazing, your life is great, you feel great. You should not work on yourself when shit hits the fan. If you can work on yourself always then when shit hits the fan, which it will, it won't feel like such a fucking emergency or like such a tragedy or like such a big deal. So my advice is always work on yourself. Make it a practice. Have a growth mindset, right? A growth mindset is about you continuously commit to doing something to work on yourself. You're continuously someone who listens to podcasts, works on themselves, has a mentor, a coach, a therapist, a healer, whatever floats your boat, right? Someone who is is consuming content that's going to grow you and innovate you. You're like a plant that is always getting watered and is continuously blooming and growing. And yeah, there'll be some fucking dead leaves that you got to trim off at times, but you're, you're not dying. Your plant is growing and you're continuously committing to growth. 
and you're looking forward to getting some sunshine so you can keep growing. That's what, what I believe we should be doing as plants, right? Plant people, not plant killers. Anyway, so that's the number one thing. Commit to a growth mindset. Number two, number two, which is like so extremely fucking important. If you do not have the, the courage or the bravery to look within yourself and see what's actually going on, it's a quote that I always say, if you don't do the work, if you do not handle your shit and do the work, the work will do you. Meaning, if you don't deal with your shit, your shit will deal with you. If you don't say, you know what, I need to work on this relationship. I need to work on my marriage. I need to work on my money beliefs. I need to work on, you know, my, my mom guilt. I need to work on my mindset. I need to work on my business, my body, whatever. If you do not decide to work on it, that shit's going to work on you. How? Your life will have shitty results. You won't have what you want. You will feel overwhelmed or anxious or whatever it is, the negative shit you're going through. So I go, yeah, maybe you're scared to work on yourself and maybe you're scared as to what will unravel and maybe you're scared as to the relationships that you may lose or who you're going to become. But the alternative to that is that shit happening anyway and you not being in the driver's seat of your life. You not being the author of your own fucking book. So basically someone writes your book and writes your chapters and they write how the ending happens and you're just in there existing. Or you have the fucking pen and you decide what the next paragraph is going to be about, what the next chapter, what the next page, what the next fucking word, statement, sentence is going to be about and you decide how it ends. And I'm like, give me the motherfucking pen. I'll take that shit any day than having someone else tell my story, than having someone else run my life. So trust me that if you decide, I don't want to work on myself, I'm overwhelmed, I'm scared. And this happens. People join my program and for maybe a month they do nothing or they avoid doing the work or they start and they're like gung-ho, like, yeah, join the sisterhood. Erica's my coach. I'm so pumped up. Let's do this. And then after two months, they go ghost. And I know this about my clients. I know that this happens. Happens to everyone. I know it. And why do we go ghost? We get overwhelmed with what we find. We feel like, oh shit, this is a bit too hard. And it's supposed to be. I'm going to tell you some tools on how to, what to do with that. But that's number one, right? Or number two. I don't even know what number I'm on, but you know where I'm at, right? You with me? Are you with me? Good. Here's the thing. What I say to my clients and what I'm going to say to you is I want you to find the knots in your life. I want you to pretend that you got a big fucking comb and you are combing through your life and you are looking for the knots. You are looking to detangle. You need to get some detangling spray and spray them knots and start working on the knots in your life. There are knots in your life. And when you put the comb through it, where does the fucking comb get stuck? Oh, right there in the money. Oh, in my body. Oh, in my relationship, my friendships, my sexuality, my sensuality, my business, my career, my purpose my motherhoodness, whatever. If you go put a fine tooth comb through your life, where are you going to catch a knot? Some of y'all pretend you don't see that big ass fucking dreadlock and you try to comb somewhere else. And I'm like, no, let's work with the dreadlock you've been avoiding that's got fucking gum in there. (laughs) I just be crazy with my analogies. I don't even know where they come from, but they be coming. They be coming. 
You know, and that's what it feels like to me. So I just calm my life and wherever I find the first knot, I go that, that needs my attention. In 2020, towards the end of the year, my knot was in my body and in my health. My face was swollen and I was not listening. So I was copping some big fucking dreadlocks. I had like five pieces of gum stuck. The knots were real. I could see them physically. Sometimes you don't know the knots are real because you don't see them. You don't know what's going on. You suppress, you pretend, you distract yourself from something else. And then it gets really loud. The knock gets loud. The, the knots get big. Shit is matted and then you got to address it. And I go, that sucks because now it's really big and you could have just combed your hair every night. Put your detangling spray, which is AKA your mentor or your person that supports you. And you could have combed through the knot and kept it moving. Hey, 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 this is a little intermission from me to you. I just really quickly wanted to invite you to pretty please head over to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash podcast. If you are enjoying this podcast, I would love for you to review it. Let me know what you think. I love honest opinions. It helps more women reach this podcast. So pretty please head over to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash podcast or go to Apple iTunes and leave me a beautiful little review. I would love and appreciate it. All right, sister, let's get back to the episode. I want you to use that analogy. If you were to comb through your life right now, my darling, where is an area that needs your love, needs attention? Where's a knot? Is it a little knot? Is it a big knot? Are you trying to cut that shit out and not deal with it? What is happening? And I always say, work on the area that's fucking with you the most. The area that's the biggest pain in the ass. The area where you have a lot of pain. For me, last year, my area was my body. I had to work on my body. And do you know what's so crazy about that? It wasn't my body like getting a six pack and losing weight. It wasn't that. It was working on physical inside. The inside, my health was not good. I wasn't healthy. My liver wasn't good. I was feeling exhausted. I was drinking lots of gin. I was having gluten and dairy, which is stuff I'd never have. I had gained like seven or eight kilos. I gained so much weight and I was not moving my body and I was burnt out. So combing through Erica's life last year in 2020 feels like, oh, it's just a body situation. But the more I combed and the more I unraveled the knot, the body situation was connected to burnout, which was connected to I'm not good enough, which was connected to I haven't done enough. I'm still not successful, which was connected to some old shit from when I was a kid. My belief that I'm a stupid Spanish girl, which that belief still comes up. If you want to know my negative belief, it's that one. I'm not white enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not educated enough. I'm just a Spanish, stupid Spanish girl from Boston. Right? Like, so it wasn't just my health. Like a lot came when I started unraveling that fucking, uh, those dreads that I had in there. They were a big knot. And so it took a lot of time. It took a lot of, it took a lot of focus and consistency and patience to unravel that one. But from unraveling the big knot in my head, I'm still with the analogy, y'all. Hope you're with me. From unraveling that, I got to move through other things. Other things naturally work themselves out. So when you say, I don't know where to start, I don't know what to work on, I'm like, get quiet. I, that just shows me you haven't sat with yourself properly and given yourself some time to be with yourself. 
So that doesn't look like you got a fucking phone. You're at a cafe. That doesn't look like you're with a girlfriend or your best friend or your codependent relationships. That doesn't look like you're with your therapist or anyone. You are alone, solo. You by yourself with a journal or a piece of paper or a fucking Kmart receipt. Quiet. And you're like, what would I love? What area of my life needs some change? What is going to make me happy? Where am I not fulfilled right now? Where could things be better? What's not working for me right now? Am I truly happy? And if not, what is getting in the way of my happiness? Do I have what I want? And if not, what is getting in the way of me creating the life that I want? What is the one thing? Oh, there's so many things, Erica. I don't care. I want to hear one. And don't think too much. The big one will be like, boom, this. My man. My relationship. I'm not happy. I don't feel loved. He doesn't care about me. I don't feel sexy. I don't feel desired. We don't communicate. He doesn't speak to me. That might be a big area. Your relationship. And let's use the relationship as an example. Your marriage or your partnership. What usually happens is people freak out and they go, oh no, but if I look at that, what if we end and what if I stay single and what if I have to break up our marriage and what are our kids going to think? The person goes to the future and I'm like, stay here. We are sitting in a room with a fucking piece of paper, you and you, just by yourself. We're not there yet. Don't go future. If you've been listening to my podcast for a long time, remember I used to be like, don't go future. Stay in the moment. You are in a room with a piece of paper thinking about an area of your life that is not good. You're not there yet. You're not in the future. You're not in that moment. You're not having that discussion. That hasn't happened. And consider you're just dreaming it up in your head and the dreaming it up in your head makes you feel anxious, depressed, scared, nervous. You're not even there. So don't go future. So you identify that. And instead of getting freaked out about what it may mean and going to the worst case scenario, which is what we do, Instead of doing that, let yourself sit with that uncomfortability. Oh shit, I gotta talk to my partner. I'm still using the partner example. If that's not you, think of your own example. Or stay with me here, because you might resonate with this. Cool, I gotta speak to my partner. I don't like this, this, and this. And instead of going, my partner treats me bad, he does this, she does that, it's their fault. Remember, homie, that you attracted that partner. You acted in a way that let them think that that was okay. That let them think that the behavior they're doing or the relationship you've both co-created is what you wanted as well. So before you go blaming and shaming these people that you're going to have discussions with, take responsibility for what part you played in that as well. So now you're taking responsibility. You're realizing that yes, there was a part that I played in this. Yes, there's a problem in my relationship. Yes, this needs my attention. What do you need to do now? And now you have your place. You have your area to work on. Relationship. Partner. What do I need to do now? I did a podcast called Life-Changing Conversations You're Not Having. And another one called How to Have Difficult Conversations or something like that. I'll link it in the show notes. Make sure you go listen to those if that's where you are. Because that's legit going to help you. Because step two is, now I have to have a conversation with this person. And people are like, oh shit, I don't want to do that. Oh, I don't want to do it. What if I do that? Again, they go future. (laughs) They go future. What if I do that? They're going to get angry and I know this and I know that. You don't know what's going to happen. Consider that you don't know that you're using the past to create a future that hasn't come yet. And again, you're in the worst case scenario. So again, 
What do you need to do? Cool, I need to book a time with this person. I need to organize my thoughts on paper. I need to let them know that, you know, I'm taking responsibility for how I've been acting and that I want us to have a better relationship or I need to end the relationship or I need to call, I get some help. I don't know what it is that you need to do. If you're, if you're in trouble, if you're in a relationship that is physically or verbally abusive, I would not go sit with that person and tell them you're leaving because that could lead to something terrible. And sometimes people be tripping and doing crazy shit. If that's you, and I, I don't, I'm not qualified to tell you what to do. I'm just saying, if that's you, I would seek some assistance from domestic violence places, uh, shelters, homes. Go, go speak to someone, whether it's the police or, or someone who looks at that. Speak to them before you go telling someone you're leaving. But if that's not you and you're safe to have this conversation, then I would sit down with this partner of yours and just say, hey, I've identified that I'm not happy in this, 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 and this. And I think we need to do some work. I think we need to work on our relationship. And this is what I need. And this is what I'd love and blah, blah, blah. How do you feel? And you fix that up. If you identify that, that's one area. A second area, another area that you might identify is that you're not happy. Overall, you're unhappy. You hate your job. You don't feel like you have a purpose. You don't have amazing relationships. You feel lonely. You don't know what you're doing. Maybe you feel like you're floating around in nothingness. And so I would, I would look at that and go, okay, cool. If that's you, what needs to happen? You need to sit down and sit with yourself and be like, what am I doing that's not serving me? And you might go, I hate my job. Fantastic. Start there. Or you might go, I feel lost and I don't know what the fuck to do. I need some support and I don't have it. I'm lonely. I don't have community. I don't have women around me. I don't have good role models. I've never done coaching. I've never, I've never worked with someone. Maybe that's you. Maybe you decide then to get a mentor, to fucking join the sisterhood, to join a program, to get a coach, to get a therapist. Maybe you decide right then and there, I actually need to invest in working on myself. What does that look like? And then I need to find a new job. Or I need to work on my mindset to believe that I'm worthy of leaving this job and finding a new job. Does that make sense? Are you with me? Like comb through your life. Get the fucking detangling spray out and start working through the knots of your life. Start working through the areas that are not working for you. Consider if you don't, what's going to happen? You're going to just pretend that shit's not gone wrong. And then you look at your life and you're like, oh my God, there's so many knots. I don't know where to begin. Start it with the fucking big one. Like in real life, if you had knots in your head, would you just leave the fucking gum in your hair? No, you would not do that. You would not do that. You would go get some fucking conditioner, some treatment. You go spray, spray that shit. You go to the hair salon. You'd be like, I need help. Start from the bottom and work your way up. That's what we do with knots ex-hairdresser over here you work from the bottom and up you get a special brush you do pieces you work in sections I'm gonna start brushing your whole fucking head that's not gonna happen life is the same and I'm telling you if you don't do this you know what's gonna happen the same shit that's happening right now for you delusional I want different results. I want to be happy. I want to love my life. I want to find love. I want more money. I want to love my job. I want to feel better. I want to feel happy. But you ain't doing shit. Or worse, or worse, you pay for a program or you pay to work with a coach and you don't do the fucking work. That's even worse. You know what? Even worse. That's like that mutiny shit. You're in the middle. You haven't said yes or no. You're a maybe. 
yeah, you bought the program. And I say this to my sisterhood women, I love you. But I'd be like, yo, just because you joined the sisterhood, just because you got a fucking t-shirt that says sisterhood, it does not mean shit. You have got to do the yucky hard work. It's messy. You're going to cry. It's hard. It's really hard. But in my group, people don't do it alone. Personal development is lonely as it is. And to do it alone, that sucks. So what we get to do it as a group of women. And I get to work with you and coach you and hold space for you. We get to do it together. At least you're not alone doing it. And at least you're getting accountability. And at least you're getting someone to keep you pumped up and kick your ass where you need it with love. As if we're going to have the life that we desire to create without doing the hard yards. No, sorry, you don't get to do that. You don't get to have everything you want with no work. Like, doesn't happen like that. And all the people you look up to that you love what they're doing or you think they're awesome, they work their fucking asses off. I bet you money that they work their asses off. They do the hard work. They cry. They, they unravel their shit. They sit in circles. They go to retreats. They read the books. They do the homework from the books. They're constantly... Like, if you want to know what I do with my life, I have the most boring life. All I do is listen to podcasts, read books, join courses, work with mentors, watch YouTube videos about business growth and, and fucking mindset. That's all I do. I do not watch television. I barely hang out with my homegirls because life is crazy. I, st- I be with my kids and my husband. Like, that's it. It's not fun and fancy. I'm not going out getting drunk. I'm not going clubbing. I'm not dropping dollars on Gucci bags and shit because I want to spend my money on other things. I don't spend money on fucking lashes and crazy nails and, and, and expensive shoes and handbags and houses and fucking cars because I want to spend it on my brain. I want to spend it on me, on up-leveling me. Does that make sense? So think about it. We all have choices. What are the choices that you're making? And if you don't like the results that you currently have right now, then you, my darling, need to make some different choices. You need to decide what needs to change. And if you're not willing to even look at it, and if you're like, I don't know, I don't know, it's too much, it's too much, that is procrastination station. That is sabotage at its finest. I'm overwhelmed. There's so many things. I don't know which one, so I'm not going to do any. No. You work on the big one. So go buy yourself a comb and metaphorically comb through your life. Have a look at the areas of your life. I'll give you some areas that might be a good idea. There's love, romantic relationships. There's family. Maybe there's drama with your family. There's money. There's career slash business, whatever you're doing. You're in a business or you got a career. There's body, your, your physical body, your health, wellness, well-being. There's hobbies and interest. You know, the things you love. Maybe you want to play the piano. Maybe you want to learn Spanish. Maybe you want to dance. And that shit's just joy, pure joy. There's spirituality or religion. There's so many areas, but these are main areas. Your romance, right? Like your main areas of your life. Your, your finances, like so many. We have issues with finances, with our bodies, with our relationships. Relationships are usually everything. Or the lack of, you know, I don't have a man. I don't have a woman. I feel lonely. I want love. All that stuff. These are all areas that you get to look at and, and check out and see what's going on for you. You're not going to work on everything at once. And I'm going to give you a little tip here. Something that you, you need to know. When you find the area that's really big 
the big knot that you want to work through, what usually happens, let's pretend you have five areas. On a scale of one to five, one being a big motherfucker and five being not that big, number one is a big area. So once you start working on area number one, the big one, what will happen is that it'll start shifting and moving and making space for area number two to work itself. And then area number three and number four and number five. And before you know it, all you did was work on the big fucking knot, the big thing. And all of a sudden, everything else in your life starts to fall into place and put itself together. So you don't have to work on everything. That's ridiculous. You're not going to do that. You don't have the bandwidth or the focus or the energy to do that. No one does. We don't work on everything. We work on one big thing. And it ends up shifting and changing every area of your life. So my love, if you are interested in knowing more about what I recommend and what I do with my women in the sisterhood, go to the sisterhood, go to thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash sisterhood. I say this to everyone. I would love to work with you if you like my flavor. But if you don't like my flavor and you don't want to work with me, that's cool too. Find someone. I don't take it personally. I trust that I get the right woman and I trust that the women who need me find me and I trust that I find who I need to find because all of the work is a co-creation. I attract you, you attract me. I trust that. I don't get a million downloads to my podcast, you know, in in two years by, by a fluke. I trust that the right people found this show and I found the right people. So if it's not me, cool, but find someone, find someone. We all need to work. We all need to continue growing. We owe it not only to ourselves, but to our children, to society, to making the fucking world a better place. The only way that that happens is if we continuously grow and innovate and shift and evolve. And as fucking Tony Robbins says, if you're not growing, you're dying. Put that plant, a.k.a. you, in the sun. Water that shit. Throw away the dead leaves. Continuously feed it water it, love it, talk to it. That plant is going to flourish. You are going to flourish the more you work and grow and continue to work on yourself. I love you so much. Let me know what you think about this episode and I will speak to you next show, next week, next show, next time, maybe in the next five minutes. Maybe you're going to play the next one right after this one because you binge the podcast. And if that's you, high fucking five. I love you so much. Have a beautiful week. My love, before you go, I really want to share this incredible opportunity with you because if you're loving this podcast, then you will most likely love working with me for the next 12 months in the sisterhood. It's my year-long coaching experience and I have really good news because we have shifted and changed the pricing. There is a new offer for 2021 because I know how many people struggled in 2020 financially and I also know how much shit came up for us that we all need to be working on. So year-long coaching program, The Sisterhood, with me. You can join in person if you live in Melbourne or you want to fly to Melbourne six times a year or you can join online where I coach live for the 12 months. You have me as your coach. You can hit me with any problems or questions you have. We coach live for two hours a month. It is next level shit. The community is incredible. If you want to learn more, head to my website, thequeenofconfidence.com forward slash sisterhood, S-I-S-T-A, sisterhood. I can't wait to welcome you. 
Thank you so much for listening. I so appreciate your ears, your time, your energy, and your attention. Please do me a favor and head over to Apple iTunes. Subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. Share this episode with a sister who you know needs to hear it. And if you feel called to, leave me a review. I'd love to know what you think about the podcast. I'd love to know how this information is helping you change your world. Thank you so much for being here. I know that there are many podcasts you could listen to. And I really appreciate you listening to mine. Have a gorgeous week, honey.